So what if I were to tell you that we are what we think we are, and the life we're all experiencing right now is a representation of the things that we've been thinking about? So does law of attraction really work for living our best lives in three, two, one? Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, it's time for another Daily Dose of Podcast Wisdom. I'm Stephen Canyon, and so glad you could join us. Our email address, kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. If you've got any questions that you would like to ask or comments that you would like to submit, stephencanyon.com is the website. Good morning, Miss Meg. What is up? I'm thankful for you. That's what's up. That's so nice of you. I am so grateful that you used the law of attraction to attract me into your life. Yeah. You were working hard. I was like, okay. Believe in. Okay, universe, where he at? And I'm like, over here. <laughs> I'm right grateful in. that that you use the law of attraction as well. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, we and we bumped heads. Yes, <laughs> like two ships. <laughs> we collided. <laughs> Something like that. It was a, it was it was quite um, traumatic. <laughs> what a scene! <laughs> Today we are talking about how the law of attraction actually works. Yes, and does it work? Well, we know it works, right? We know it works, but. We know it works. We need to make sure everyone else knows it works. Well, let's talk about it for a few minutes here. There is a study of science that's called continuum mechanics, which deals with the mechanical behavior of materials modeled as a continuous mass, or in other words, solid forms rather than as discrete particles. Okay, that's the science. Wow. You're just going for it today. I, I'm jumping right in. <laughs> Don't you love it? Jeez. You just finished your cup of coffee. Uh-huh. And here we are, quantum particles. Quantum particles of energy flying around the universe at the speed of light. Imagine that. Okay. Can you see it? I can. Typically, continuum mechanics is it's an area of physics concerned with the motions the uh, the movement of macroscopic objects. And I began combining the fields of religion and thought disciplines with that of science. Oh, gosh, it's been 20 years now. Uh, first of all, I wanted to know what this thing was I'd been doing in my own life because I was taught the uh, how to use kinetic belief when I was five years old. And so it's, you know, I, did, I thought this is just something that everybody did. Lucky. But... Uh, no, so and as an adult, yeah. I realized okay, this is not this is not the way most people are conducting themselves. True. So I began studying it to kind of help understand um, or try to understand the continuum mechanics of the substance of belief. And what we know is this: is that the human species was created with within this universe that functions according to something called statistical averaging. Now that can be used to assess to what extent the you know the approximation of the continuity of mass, if you will, or the objects can even be made. Wait, and, what? And, and the continuity, in other words, continuity of particle energy is when it becomes something. Oh, gotcha. Okay, it's so, being held together yeah, to all, cre- be be an object or a thing. Right. Okay. All things are made of the same thing. Right. We, okay. Same substance. Same particles of energy. And then there's a, what we call continuity of mass, 
or objects when there is you know the uh, approximation of of those particles that are adhering one to the other right right got it okay so in other words there is a predictable effect for every cause cause and effect we've heard of that there is now a predictable effect for every cause and, and there is a desire there is a bias for everything that's ever been created or will ever be created in this universe so what does all of this mean for us right now in this age of enlightenment here in 2020 what does this mean the continuum mechanic of belief can actually be used to determine what it is that we're going to experience in our lives. Whoa. You mean you can tell the future? <laughs> yeah, and in many ways we can. Yeah. We know what's going to happen. If we understand how what we believe will follow through to actually form our expectations. Well, and that, that sort of just makes sense on a, on a logical level, too, that um, if you don't know how to build a thing, then the building will never occur. It won't. It's not going to take the form that it's supposed to. There's so many simplistic ways of, you know, uh, breaking it down. Breaking it down. Yeah. You know, we're going, uh, man was walking around on the moon. Well, how did they get there? Well, they started believing that they would nine years earlier. <laughs> so, and that's, in, you know, we can reverse, um, <laughs> we can reverse the, the technology to understand how we get to where we are. Right. But that's, that is a belief that is maintained without wavering. We believe we were going to the moon without wavering in that belief. We believe you're going to build the building. You're, you're going to construct a house, and your belief for constructing the house is unwavering. You're not double-minded about it. You don't show up at the work on the job site one day to see if you're still going to build the house or not. You go to the job site to continue building the house. And such is the way it is with life. Imagine if the future that you are desiring is a house that you're building. And so we get up every day to keep building the house, not to see if the house is still being built, but we are moving uh, and believing and moving our actions, kinetic belief toward the house that we're expecting to be part of the construction of. It's kinetic belief which has a predictable outcome as it attracts and aligns circumstances according to whatever it is that we're desiring. So using the law of attraction, which is a subset theory to kinetic belief, in my own life, um, I've attracted prosperity, perfected health, a happy, creative family, you. <laughs> Commercial enterprise uh, still continually manifesting into my life, into our lives, for our enjoyment and our prosperity. Yeah, on purpose. On purpose. And using, using kinetic belief, uh, a kinetic belief manifesting journal, which is an absolute... Um, in my life, I've attracted a furniture manufacturing company, a syndicated broadcast network of 25 radio stations using a kinetic belief manifesting journal employment agencies. I've attracted those into my life. Decorative surf surfacing companies, cryogenic liquid nitrogen systems. You and I patented a cryogenic liquid nitrogen <laughs> system, which we know uh, knew nothing about as far as the, <laughs> the engineering goes, but we, we started, believed it. Yeah. And now we do uh, an outreach organization to underserved of Appalachia, Native Americans. Um, I've attracted active entertainment systems, school of broadcasting, all these things, various things by practicing the law of kinetic belief. Anything that anyone can think of or imagine is possible through kinetic belief. Yes. 
So the quantum field theory discovery, which proliferates success in every area for the average, um, was promoted from the discovery of the God particle, which scientifically concluded that universal design was and came with a bias. There was a bias for everything that exists. There was a belief for it, um, which to this day I, I still I love that it just... Uh, uh, freaked out scientists and researchers because they kept digging, they kept probing, and it was bound to happen, and they get all the way back to the moment of the Big Bang, and they realize, uh-oh, we are, <laughs> we, we're staring at the other, through the other end of a telescope with intelligence on the other end of that, an actual design, a purpose for all that there is. So there is an intelligent bias for all of creation. And so you started off by talking about the law of attraction, and then we quickly moved into kinetic belief. Um, for those who have, um, there may be new listeners, how does kinetic belief fit into law of attraction or vice versa, however you want to present that? Sure. Well, the way that the law of attraction works, first of all, is that the universe will respond to attract the substance of your desires into your life. Like attracts like. Like kind attracts like kind. We know that in particle physics. That, that is what's, that's what creates our beliefs are rearranging circumstances in our lives. That's the law of attraction. You can meditate on and believe for something, good or bad, and the law of attraction will bring that into your future. No person is experiencing or living a life right now that they haven't been talking about and thinking about and expecting. Change our expectations and we change what we will see. Change what we talk about and we will change the life that we're living. That's why when we get up every day, we continue to observe things in a manner that says, well, that's wrong. This is what's wrong with my life. These are, this is, uh, I'm, I'm participating in and imagining to believe the negative news of the day. That's part of our desire and imagination. And it will continue to manifest whatever those negative things are into our lives. That's the law of attraction. Kinetic belief is the purposeful... Um, manipulation of our belief through a guided journal for creating highest high viewpoints for thought forms that we believe to be true for ourselves regardless of circumstances regardless of what we see happening around our lives what kinetic belief will do will be to take control or in other words you are mastering the universe around you by creating a life that you would rather be living the health that you would rather have, the body type that you would rather have, the, the bank account that you would rather have. And there is a way to do that. And without kinetic belief, we remain victims of circumstances. Without kinetic belief, we remain victims of the law of attraction to attract whatever we are imagining to see, whatever we are being told to believe, whatever we are hearing on news, television, reading about in fables. Um, whatever we are subjecting ourselves to, we imagine to believe true. We understand that desire is a funny thing. The knee-jerk reaction to the word desire is to believe that it's something that we really want to uh, show up in our lives. Well, that's not it at all. The functioning purpose or the functioning definition of the word desire is that it's simply something that you are imagining to be true. That is a desire. So, when you understand that if you continue to you know, watch a uh, negative news story about something 
and let's say that it's, you know, there's something, uh, part of town is on fire, and you're watching reports about the fire, and you continue to consume that, and you're imagining that. It's actually a desire, it becomes a desire that the law of attraction is going to bring into your life. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen and your, your house is going to burn down, but it's negative source energy. Negative things will manifest in your life according to the fear, the substance of fear that's being provoked by you imagining or desiring the fire, the story of the fire that you're continuing to meditate upon. So the practice of kinetic belief, again, is just to take control of those imaginations and to purposefully grant access into your imaginations Positive thought forms, positive source energy. In other words, you are not, we're, we're having to remeasure who has access to us. Are we engaged in negative conversations? Do we have negative friends? Or do we have negative family? Are we watching negative stories? Are we um, submitting ourselves to negative source energy? Those are all questions we have to answer. So, how do we do this? How do we remain consistent? It is through the practice of using a manifesting journal that we journal our highest viewpoints for our lives. We go back to our original source, genius of purpose. The thing that makes us different that we came into this world with. And we begin journaling to imagine exactly the way we want our lives to be constructed. Forget about the way it is. Forget about how whatever kind of life that you are living. And you want to take parts of that that are acceptable to you. What are we doing? We are journaling our lives. This becomes our logbook and our uh, purpose for living. In other words, we're looking for ways to advance our mind, body, and soul toward perfected completion by adhering to and relying on our manifesting journal. That's kinetic belief. Well, and obviously, I mean, the, I love the point that you're making of, of consistency because that is what will always be the key, the secret, the the linchpin in that manifestation process. Um, you can't just know and understand that words are things and you have what you say. It's it's the repetition. It's, the, it's holding that thought form consistently that I think is the hardest part of the entire process. It's the practical expression for belief. Belief can change according to what you are allowing yourself to desire or to imagine to see. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's maintaining, like we're saying, the, the direct expectation of the way we want our lives to be, the way that we see them. And we're grateful for that. And we are imagining it through our meditative practice as though it has already come to pass. And so we're graphing and we're mapping what many of the world's thought disciplines have known for centuries. That, you know what, our dreams that are held on to, our visions that, are, that remain steadfast, those are our guideposts for exploring our lives in a perfected way. When we desire something that's different, when we desire more of good things than, than our current experiences are uh, giving us, we attract the substance of our belief in order to manifest that. Mm. Everything that we need for attracting our perfect lives already exists. Our imaginations will direct, conduct, create, it'll allow, refuse, or it'll guard, it will demand. Our imaginations will create all of our experiences, all of them. So when you know that something is that powerful, to manifest things into our lives, do we really want to just leave it up to chance? Do we really want our imaginations to kind of wander and, and just be controlled by 
uh, negative influencers? Well, of course not. And that's, that's the magic of kinetic belief. We're taking control of the very thing that conducts and drives and steers our lives. Well, and, and it's interesting, too, because I love this idea that you can journal to have the consistency, that kinetic belief, you know, it really has that sustaining power because, uh, you know, the biggest obstacle is going to be what you're feeling and sensing and seeing in the physical world, in the present, in the moment that you're believing for something completely different. And we're talking about subjective realities, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Subjective beliefs. In other words, you know, what one person might think is a bad day, you're calling a good day. Well, <laughs> right. which, what is true for you? It's whatever you call it, whatever you think it is. In other words, our expectations Those are the predictors for the life that we will live. Our subjective realities, the thing that we determine to call things, if something is good, it's good. And so we call all things good, all things working together for our good. What we believe is always a choice. Realizing that is the first step toward becoming a Mm. successful kinetic believer. Wow. The extraordinary power, think about it, to imagine, to create, it shouldn't be underestimated. And that's, that's what we do. We just, we don't, um, uh, until now, and I say until now because there is a wave of enlightenment that is gripping the world all over the planet right now in 2020. It's like we're being birthed into a new sensory uh, mechanism of expectations. We uh, collectively are realizing that, hey, you know what, we can change our destiny. We can live lives of peace and prosperity and in harmony and in agreement. Well, like you've said before, you know, evolution is not just physical. It's uh, spiritual. It's mental. It's emotional. And it does seem like we're all reaching this new period, this new plateau of understanding. Evolution is always it's first spiritual and then we see it. First, we believe it, and then we see it. First, we know it, and then we see it in the natural. The extraordinary power to imagine, to create, it shouldn't ever be underestimated. If one man says that he can do something and another one says he cannot, they're both correct. That's subjective belief. That's subjective realities. A belief that is nurtured in either gratitude or fear is going to produce either one of those through the law of attraction. And what the law of kinetic belief does is it ensures that we're only going to be attracting the good things, the good source energy, advancing our lives, advancing our minds and body and soul, life, more, growing, abundance, plenty. Anything that is attracting through the substance of fear is less. It's broken. It diminishes. It leads to death. It leads to poverty. The same ability to create great wealth, to attract great wealth, and perfect our health, that is inherent by every single person who also dwells in poverty Mm. and in lack, in fear, in sickness, whose bodies are are diseased. Um, The difference, though, between great success and failure is perfecting our lives, and that requires a disciplined approach to belief that requires kinetic belief. There are so many influencers that are creating energetics for judgments in this world, and that's the problem with not being in control of our imaginations and our desires, is you can think one good thing, um, and coming down the street in the other direction is a contradiction, and it's the the bad version of the good thing. Mm. But if you consider it long enough, it becomes your desire to manifest that negative thing into your life. Well, and I've always felt that that really is the most important piece of all this is is getting that depth of understanding that this is all, you know, 
up to you. It's all going to come from within you. The, the, when, you know, calling all of your thoughts into submission to this process and pulling yourself up and, and not allowing those negative influencers to come around you and change your mind. I just love that this puts you in the driver's seat. And it, and it does at the beginning, especially, I think I always feel like almost too much responsibility for for your surroundings. You're like, I, didn't, I thought I was, it is your fault. I thought fate was just fate, but now all of no. a sudden I have all this, I have so much work to do, but well, it does get easier. And, and I just love that it's up to you. And knowledge is everything, isn't it? Yeah. Awareness. Realize yeah. that, you know, the average person is having a uh, conversation within themselves an inner dialogue of somewhere between 300 and a thousand words per minute. It's amazing, isn't it? Now we can either, control those and be aware of those or just let it those just randomly have their way Mm -hmm. in other words when you begin to develop an inner conversation that's negative and you allow it to continue and to continue well understand you're manifesting something right you're actually changing your expectations for life according to that negative inner conversation now understanding that that this is the repercussions and implications of allowing that negative conversation to continue, it now puts you in control to say, now, wait a minute, I'm going to cast down those thoughts. I'm not going to entertain those. I'm not going to continue having this negative inner dialogue because I'm actually going to see the repercussions physically begin to manifest and show up in my life. And how exciting that the opposite of that is true as well. So when you are casting down and getting rid of this negative source energy thought that's trying to come in, that you're not only getting rid of the bad, but you're cultivating and growing and nourishing all the positive. You're creating a different life. Yeah. You're creating a different uh, expectation and, and a real, very real manifestation of good things will come into our lives as a result of continuing to maintain those positive inner dialogues. You know, another thing about casting down negative source energy that I've always thought was really fascinating is how you you never quite know exactly how that negative issue or the thing that feels negative is going to be fixed but by speaking the positive focusing on that positive source energy the solution comes in all these just amazing surprising interesting ways you just never quite know how it's going to manifest but it's going to come through that positive source energy that you're activating that is one of the first trip ups for most people they'll stumble over the well i don't know how it's going to happen i don't know how it's going to work that's called worry and that's based in fear so as soon as you start asking the question how is it going to happen that's a negative source energy thought you cast it down and it's none of our business how it's going to happen Wow, that's so true because, you know, when you're asking those questions, how's it going to happen? In a sense, you're putting that on yourself and that's the one thing that's not really up to you. I mean, the universe is going to meet you that the manifestation process is going to meet you halfway. It's going to meet you in that place. Kinetic belief first and then the law of attraction will bring that thing that you're expecting, the energy, the, the positive energetics will match positive energetics you're creating by yeah. attracting. Yes. And so our job is to kinetically believe, which means we continue motioning ourselves toward the thing that we're attracting. And if it's good, uh, positive energetics, then the universe responds with a positive development, positive creation in our lives. And the same is true for this. Look, how we remember our past experiences, we talked a little bit about this yesterday, has a direct influence on what we're going to attract in our future. Regardless of our past Uh, or even present-day experiences, we have the ability to redirect our expectations. 
and attract our perfect lives designed by our purposeful genius, our kinetic belief. The powerful truth is this, is that we have complete control over whatever's to come in our lives. What would you say to the person that's, they're listening and they're believing and they're adhering to all of these principles, um, but they're also wondering, gosh, you know, do I really just have to think about stuff? Do I not actually have to do anything, physically do anything to make all this happen? Sure, kinetic belief depends upon movement for its effect. Without movement, it's dead. It's, it's, there's, it's of no effect. And so when we kinetically believe, we journal our highest viewpoint and thought forms for that perfected life, we begin moving and acting as though it's already done. That's the expectation. The world has been changing for thousands of years because of what people have expected, some for the better and, and, and as we know, some for the worse. The ultimate science project of quantum physics it's now has that explanation for every single powerful, successful life. In other words... The tomorrows in our future, they're not random at all. There is a a cause. There is a reason for whatever we see showing up in our lives. There There are three reasons for living. Each one requires that we develop fully in the mind, body, and soul. Not much can be said for one of those without the other. What is it to develop in our minds and and be unhealthy and, uh, and not in good shape physically? A sound mind is worth very little without that. And the soul actually fails to develop without enlightenment, without growing and developing in an understanding and wisdom. The complete development of all three of those requires a continual state of happiness, optimism, looking forward to growth and development. That's the advancing life. That's, the, that's aligning ourselves with the universe that's also advancing toward perfected completion. So... You know, when we look back uh, and we uh, look at the world's various cultures and, and human interaction as it is and the way people relate one with the other, races, culture, governments, society, by its very nature, promotes pessimism in the natural state. It's just pessimistic. Mm-hmm. And as a result of pessimism, well, everything takes on the, the natural reflection of negative source energy which means that there's a lack of confidence in the future. Um, People are negative about their expectations. Think the worst. Everything's getting worse. That's to think the worst of things and to see the world as something that is diminishing. um, That is part of negative source energy. That is the diminishing effect that leads to decay, leads to less, and leads to death. So the battleground for our joy is simply this. It's just going to be our imagination and expectation for either an advancing life, which is positive energy, positive energetics, or the decreasing one, which is negative energetics. Well, and what a, what a wonderful point, just telling us to be aware of this sort of massive global manipulation that's taken place, causing all of us to experience pessimism through so many different channels. And it, and it really makes sense because, you know, scared people are easier to control. They're going to, you know, because all of this sort of trickles down from, you know, governments and leadership. And it, it just makes sense. But again, being aware of that manipulation that is occurring and that they're sort of putting on us is is a huge part of of not allowing it to 
to affect you. Well, and understanding that we're always faced with a choice. We could align ourselves with good expectations, with positive source energetics for advancing our lives. And then all of a sudden, here comes a very, very loud faction of negative energy mm-hmm. demanding that you pay attention to it. That's such a dynamic point, and it really takes me back to the subjective reality topic that you've been taking us through a lot lately, because it it's not there's not just that one reality that we're all experiencing. You have the opportunity, you have the power to really create this life that you're going to live in. Well, if we're going to develop in our fullest potential through our mind, body, and soul, we've got to be happy. We have to be optimistic. How can we be optimistic if we're believing the negative things? We can always be happy. Our state of mind changes our circumstances. And optimism guarantees our advancement. We're going to continue to move toward that good thing in life Hmm. by being optimistically happy. Let that be our check. Are you happy about what you're hearing or is it making you angry? Because if it's making you angry, you're not going to be happy about it. So that's a great check. Are you happy about whatever it is that you're considering? If you're not, then cast it down and change course. Well, and you know, as much as none of us want to admit it, we are so open to suggestion. I mean, just go see a superhero movie. You know, you walk out of there feeling like a ninja. You're not a ninja. (laughs) You're going to Chick-fil-A. I mean, you know, but it's just, we're just so open, deeply open to suggestion. So, you know, the the shows you're watching, the news that that you're absorbing, we're like sponges. We're just absorbing all that stuff and... You got to watch out, right? It'll get you. It'll get you down. We are open to suggestion when we are are not in contact with meditatively and considering our original genius uh, source of purpose, the reason that we're in this world to begin with. Mm -hmm. The person that doesn't know their purpose is open to suggestion. Wow. So that's a whole nother topic. You've got to know what your purpose is. The thing that makes you, you, we're all different. And it's amazing how many of us aren't able to answer the question, what makes you different? So if you're aware of that purpose and that identity, do you still have to be careful about the things that you're consuming or is it does it not matter because you know yourself? Captain of a ship is always careful because we're on a journey. You have to watch your steps when you're on a journey. You've got to know when to turn left and right when you're on a journey because we're moving. A person that is not on a journey, that's living the same life over and over and over, tends to not be careful because they are expecting things today to be just like they were yesterday, and that's negative. Hmm. Our state of mind changes our circumstances, and optimism guarantees our advancement. And look, the person that doesn't desire and aspire to have joy and to live more abundantly, in my mind, that's just not, that's not a normal person. Determining to use kinetic belief is the first step toward developing completely in this life, mind, body, and soul. Well, I have to say that's why the journal, the kinetic belief journal is so exciting. And I always love using it because normal progress, typical expansion that we're taught through natural, you know, through the world, through school or whatever, is typically offered up as this incredibly difficult process that you sort of have to grit your teeth and dig deep and you know physically just like force something to happen but that's why I love the process of kinetic belief because it begins in the mind and it's going to happen through the mind and so that discipline level is happening on that spiritual level which I just love because it's it's it makes it natural it makes it dare I say easy 
to evolve and change and become anyone and anything that you want to be. It makes it easy in the sense that you're removing resistance. When you find yourself struggling and things are difficult and they're hard, we're out of balance. We're not in that vortex of simplicity. We're not, we don't, we're not in that place of harmonics. Mm-hmm. And as a result of that, there's still fear that's present. We're, we are incorrectly using our dominion and our authority as creative creators trying to force something to happen, force our way, makes, break something so our way will fit into the picture. That is the result of being part of a competitive world and not creating in the way that we were originally intended to. Look, only 1% of the world's population know how to have and enjoy a more abundant life until now. And I say until now because there is this wave of, of enlightenment that we're all beginning to understand that, you know what, it is possible to have and enjoy a more abundant life. And it's not difficult. We don't have to be the smartest. We don't have to be the most educated. We don't have to be the wealthiest to begin this. It starts right now, right here where we are. And there is no other way to enjoy life but to know how to do this, how to be a successful kinetic believer. I love this idea that that this age of enlightenment is sort of taking over and sweeping across so many types and and just this huge amount of people. That's that's thrilling, isn't it? To think that there are going to be so many like-minded people more than ever. Oh, there already are. And it just thrills me to be a part of, of this faction and to see so many enjoying the, the, the journey of it. And look, if, if you're new to the podcast, let me just throw this out there. First of all, please understand that what we're talking about is not instant gratification in the sense that, you know, you can go shopping and come home and be filled with optimistic euphoria. Now I mean, that's, I mean that, you will be, you will. but that's <laughs> not what we're talking about. That's instant gratification. <laughs> no, optimistic, optimistic happiness is you're always happy. You're looking mm-hmm. forward to what's coming. You're, you're enjoying the journey. It's not the destination. So the bottom line is this, the acquisition of riches, of prosperity and pursuit of happiness, it shouldn't consume our minds. It should not destroy our health or cost us our souls. Looking forward to each day with enthusiasm and anticipation, that is the reward. That's the journey. Creating a state of continual success for the kinetic believer with an expectation for joy and happiness, that attracts it. That uses the law of attraction to bring it into our lives. Mm, I love that concept. Nothing is forced. You're attracting it. You're, you're drawing it into yourself. It's the expectation. Because aren't it. we taught that? I mean, that's just something that keeps washing over me throughout this whole podcast is how deeply it's ingrained in us that if you want something, you have to sweat and work hard and it's not going to be fun and it's going to suck, but you're going to get what you want eventually. And that's just, that's not how it has to be. It can be this really beautiful, natural process of, and really this is how it was meant to be. And that that you decided means uh, along the way, as you sweat and push and work really hard, you're doing that because you may not get it if you didn't work hard enough. You may not achieve it if you didn't sweat enough. That's fear. That's competitive nature of fear. And so we remove ourselves from that expectation for attainment and check ourselves to make sure we're remaining in the enthusiastic, optimistic state of mind where kinetic belief is constructing our future. Where you're fully embracing that depth of creative power that we really do have as as these heightened supernatural beings. Right. Have you ever been with somebody that just lets you know that, you know what, I'm not going to have fun. When we in the space, when we get to where we're going, I'm not going to have it, and so you're not going to have a good time either. When you're a kid, don't you feel like every adult is that? 
You're like, come oh. on, we're at the beach. Why aren't we already in the water? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's I go can, ride the rides. I can remember being the most <laughs> excited kid in school. Me I was excited too. all the time. Everywhere I was going, yeah. I'm the one skipping and running and <laughs> jumping. And, and the third grade. And it would take my teacher half the day to get my the enthusiasm out of me. <laughs> and nothing has changed. <laughs> Stephen, what are you smiling about? Stop laughing. You still skip everywhere. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, right? You know, I think I will try. We ought to try that. Let's just skip all day today. Don't act like you don't already do that. <laughs> <laughs> A person who's optimistically happy, look, we've got everything we need for developing the life we desire. Mm, yes. And when studied, people who've attained this, the, the peace we're talking about and that joyous state are mostly average. We don't possess greater talents. We don't have any more charisma or abilities than anyone else. What we do have in common is the very unique and different understanding of how to be optimistically happy through kinetic belief. We're doing it on purpose. Well, and I love this overview that you're giving us today because obviously we've answered the question, you know, yes, the the law of attraction, it it absolutely works and, and it works through kinetic belief. Um, but you know, we've, you've talked so much today about the kinetic belief, the guided manifestation journaling, and that really is the most important part of the process, isn't it? Because when, you know, you, you've used the ship analogy so much and you have that log book and a ship has its coordinates it knows where it's going or it's supposed to, the captain knows, but when a storm comes or when something comes to sort of throw you off course, you have to be able to maintain that thought form. Because isn't that always that feeling you get? So you wake up one day, you've established these positive, higher thought forms, but then the next day your emotions are coming in trying to alter that thing. And you really do need some sort of tangible tool to keep you on that course. Yeah, the tangible tool is just simply us making the decision of where it is we want to go, what we want to experience, how we want to experience it. That's the tangible tool of the journal. We get to stay in control of it. We are making uh, the determinations for our destiny mm-hmm. and our very best imaginations when using that that journal for manifesting sets the bar for everything right all things material emotional mm-hmm. all things in our lives you're really establishing a thing right the promise and it's the promise of kinetic belief for the practitioner the kinetic believer that there's a sound mind, a strong body, transformed spirit, enlightened soul, great friends, happiness, joy, prosperity, <laughs> everything that we can imagine that life should be, can be, and is for the kinetic believer. And I have to say, when you have been living a life where you are attempting to force success, you know, from maybe you're getting up at 4 a.m. to try and force the success of being fit and the job and the family and this. I mean, there's so much that you're forcing. All of a sudden, when you finally realize that you just need to journal every day. <laughs> right. It's not so bad, right? Like, it's Isn't not. That true? <laughs> but that's true for so many things. I can remember playing baseball. I didn't start hitting the ball until I stopped swinging so hard. Yeah. There it is. Trying to kill it, you know, you're trying to hit a home run. That's the last thing you're going to do is right. hit a home run. Yeah. Just relax and you find that balance and that mm, sweet spot and a, and, a, and a pretty swing. And what do you do? You connect and the ball sails effortlessly out of the park. And isn't that why the journal is such a big deal? Because it's going to allow you to engage with that process in that harmonic, relaxed even way of, of working toward manifesting everything. Sure, yeah. The universal God particle is creating magic 
pass out of what we believe right now, good or bad. That's the law of attraction. So first things first, I don't get out of bed in the morning until I see myself successful. I never get up expecting to get knocked down. We see ourselves possessing the images that we've constructed for our lives. Every day we imagine how we are in an oasis that's been created by our heart's desires. And we leave no detail out. And we make sure that, you know what, we own it. We stir up our dogmatic determination and an emotional attitude for deserving our vision. Meg, you and I, we do this together. I mean, this life, it's ours to believe in. It's ours to gratefully receive. And we are in alignment with those beliefs. And our attitude is this, that we, we were born to inhabit a place of our best imaginations. And there is no way that we will be responsible for keeping it from us because the responsibility is ours. If our best life doesn't show up, it's because we didn't believe it would. Yeah. If our best life continues to show up around us every day of our lives, it's because we expect it to. Mm. That's a lot of pressure, but then again, it's not. Well, and it just I like how it just harkens back to that that idea of consistency. What are you thinking about most? What are you, where do your thoughts go for the majority of the time? Where do your words go for the majority of the time? It's, you know, it, you're sort of like leaning in that, that very specific direction. And it's that consistency, that, that repet, repetition of, of, you know, imagining and thinking of the good thing that, that brings it to pass. Which direction are you leaning on? If you're working on a project, do you think more about why it won't work? Or are you thinking more about why it will work. That's it. I mean, there's there are those two choices. It's those two different ways to, to see every single thing that comes into your life or any idea you have, any challenge, anything that you want to achieve. It can be, oh, this seems really hard and and I'm tired. I'm poor. <laughs> right. You know, or it can be I'm I'm so equipped for this. I was made to do this. I'm ready for this. Right. I will learn right. whatever I need to learn and, and this is achievable. I'm successful. It's it's one or the other. I remember a young girl that came and auditioned for uh, one of our musical shows and she she great voice and she came up to the microphone and I said, "Are you ready?" And you remember what she said? I was born ready. Yeah. <laughs> and she and was. She, and she nailed it. <laughs> and somebody else says, well, I, I guess. What, if then, yeah. you know, they may as well go ahead and, and, and leave. Yeah. But that's the way, you know, it, what's happening when we think this way? We're stirring ourselves up to receive what we've imagined. And there is a process that's being activated through the substance of what we're hoping for. Look, we are all creators, all of us. Individual creators, avatars of a success, they create paths through life and they do it without compromise. Some of us, you know, we come into the world to teach, enlightened before we even arrived. Others advance the world with in- inventions uh, or grace the planet with inspiring works of art. A desire to create lies within each one of us. Actual creativity is delighting in our desires and our imaginations. Belief attracts the universal creative power to do whatever it is that we imagine we can do. Creative belief is energy vibrating on a frequency that attracts like kind. The constructive energy manifests forms identical to the energy of the same creative beliefs. And so the God particle, it's attracting to any sustained belief, any kinetic belief, in order to reconstruct our circumstances and the things around us, and it changes our environment. 
the universal law of kinetic belief. It disrupts and it reconstructs every person's life. Law of attraction will do it for better or worse. The purposeful kinetic believer chooses the better. Have you ever known anyone's life just spinning out of control? I remember a young man who, this is about 10 years ago, he got into an argument with another guy in front of his girlfriend. She broke up with him because of it. He went inside, he punched the wall, his hand went through the wall, breaking the sheetrock, and his hand hit a stud in the wall behind the sheetrock, and he broke two of his fingers. Oh, my word. Okay. There's a set of circumstances there that we can see spinning out of control. Negative source energy. Spiraling. Attracting more negative uh, Uh circumstances into his life, I would say, rather quickly. Well, you know, when you're coming home at the end of a really long day and you've been illing and having this bad attitude all day, why is it guaranteed that you're going to drop your keys? Oh, isn't that true? <laughs> when you're trying to unlock your front You're door. mad about something. You drop the keys and you stub your toe and you close your finger in the door. But yeah, so right. So what do we do? I guess you're saying you, you stop it. You stop it when it first shows up. What we do is we create our subjective realities around positive source energy for creating our lives perfected. And we, not, we never allow a negative impulse, a negative thing said to us, bad news report, somebody gossiping. We never allow that to change our subjective reality for the good thing. And so we don't subject ourselves to it. Revelation knowledge of the force behind the law of kinetic belief begins the journey for perfecting the mind, body, and soul for a beautiful life. And the original perfected version of all of us, it already exists. It came into the natural within us. Every soul arrives on earth with a knowing of its purpose. Some choose early in life, right away, to begin flowing in their creative potential early. And they they often have the assistance of somebody else, uh, God bless them, who is championing them into their original genius of purpose. They see that within them, and they continue to motivate and encourage and champion and edify that. But most people, they just drift along paths of least resistance. Look, simple knowledge and little else is required to release our perfected lives. We are eternal spirits having a human experience. We existed before we ever arrived on earth, and we'll continue to go right on when we leave here without the cares of the world. And it's the law of kinetic belief manifesting our creative purposes with our presence here in the natural for us to enjoy and anybody that should ever know us. All human beings have a desire. Look, we all want peace and happiness and joy, good health and financial freedom. That's universal. But manifestation of those things begin when we choose to release the cares of this world. That's releasing the negative source energetics of this world. Each day, we get up to either move on and advance or begin again, start all over. Many believe that, you know what, our current position in life, the way things are right now, is established. This is the way it is. And it's just not going to change because this is what we see now. That is the grand illusion of the senses. Remember, our natural experiences begin with influences from family culture, governments. And even so, the the infinite knowledge of creation, it exists within each one of us. All of us have actually been given that knowing. And we we know when we hear something that um, 
is resounding with truth, the truth that's already in us. And so that leads us and guides us to make the right choices in alignment with our creative source, genius of purpose. Empowerment is self-possessed. And it's what we align ourselves with purposefully and intentionally that determines our natural experiences. An introspective vision for all things being possible reveals the timeless source for creation where nothing is missing or broken. And it's the purpose for each one of us, the reason that we emerged into the natural. And it's this, it's to experience our expectations. The reason we're here is to experience what we expect. That's why you're here. That's why you're going to go through today and you'll go through tomorrow. It's just so that you can experience what you're expecting. Mm. Wow. So what do we do? We change what we're expecting. The substance of our seeking has brought this podcast to each one of us today. And now it's what we do with it that will result in what we're expecting mm-hmm. our tomorrow to look like. The, the guy that wrote Peter Pan, uh, Barry, the moment he said, the moment that you doubt whether you can fly, you cease forever to be able to do it. Mm. Wow. Beautiful. Let's just uh, work on some high viewpoints together. Just say this out loud. Say, I have a wealth of good ideas. I have a wealth of good ideas. I'm inspired by the beauty in my life. I'm inspired by the beauty in my life. And all that's around me. And all that's around me. I enjoy my natural creativity. I enjoy my natural creativity. I wake up in the morning with great ideas. I wake up with great ideas. They're in alignment. They are in alignment. With my genius of purpose. With my genius of purpose. Every single day. Every single day. The natural beauty of life. The natural beauty of life. Inspires my creativity. Inspires my creativity. I'm a gift to the world. I'm a gift to the world. Through my creative expressions. Through my creative expressions. Of moi. Of moi. I am in the creative flow. I'm in that creative flow. And I'm exploding with good ideas. I'm exploding with good ideas. Great ideas. Great ideas. I have an endless supply of imagination. I have an endless supply of imagination. My creative gifts. My creative gifts. Help to advance the world. Help to advance the world. Wow. So powerful. So beautiful. Um, You know, I wanted to share something too, Steve. I, I had sort of this epiphany about the guided journal the other day. So I don't, I've mentioned it before, but I'm a painter. Um, I like to paint landscapes and portraits and and I just love to paint. But I realized, uh, you know, in the past, I've tried to paint things just for fun from memory. And you wouldn't believe how hideous those are. I mean, it looks like a... Untal- not even a, a, a talented two-year-old drew them. <laughs> Are you talking about the portrait you did with me? <laughs> no, oh. no, but but it really got me thinking. So I I thought this was a beautiful analogy, and it helped me understand why the guided journal is so important. So when I have a photograph or a picture that I'm actually working off of when I'm painting, that painting is so vibrant and so true to the experience in that moment that I had. I can reference it. It's this, it's this anchor point. It's a reference point. And so the final result is going to be this really magnificent version, even better than that original photograph. But when I'm trying to do it from memory, there are so many missing pieces that you just can't quite conjure up because your mind just, it's not really made for that, right? Like it's just not made for that. And so that's how I started understanding and seeing that guided journal that it's really that anchor point. It's a reference point because we cannot remember every single detail that we're working to manifest in our lives. And so as you're painting this picture, this beautiful portrait, this landscape of your life, 
having that reference point and having that that photograph and that image in that journal to go back to every single day it's just going to make the process so much easier and so much more beautiful and it's and, and you're really going to get the that final version that you're looking for because we just can't do it our mind can't hold that exact thought form by itself well, Megan, that's such a great point because to your to the point you're making and you're you're trying to recall by memory uh, how to do the painting. What's happening is you're spending a lot of time doing the same strokes and and trying to recall, and you're you and, and you're really just not even getting it right. But when we're journaling and you're using your imagination for that, you're creating a linear effect to the journey for life. Yes. you're not going around in circles anymore right. and doing this round robin way of life. By journaling, you're revisiting your expectations daily, and you're starting afresh and anew to continue moving along a course that's been predetermined. Yes. In in your analogy of the painting, you're able to move along with the exact colors Mm -hmm. for advancing that painting forward to completion. And you're delighting as you're going on that journey of the fullest expression of the original intent of what the painting should look like according to your greatest expectations. Yeah. It it gives you that sense that without the guided journal, you're really making this hard on yourself, unnecessarily so. Because when you have that reference point, it's just going to flow. You know, you can just reference it and look at it and then you move on in a quick reference and you move on. And it's so easy to grow through that process. Again, just, you know, painting, uh, trying to paint by memory. Mm-hmm. It was, I, I have, you'd have such a strong sense of this is way more difficult than it, than it even needs to be. And a little more to the analogy, what we're doing when we're trying to do it by memory is we're trying to, we're spending our time trying to fix what's broken rather than advancing by com- through completion. Mm, yes. And so, you know, perfecting our imaginations, we are, you know, acing it right out of the gate. And so we're yeah, running along and enjoying uh, yeah. life as it's meant to be. Yeah, I just want to... all sh- good. Yeah, that was a, That's great. kind of a personal analogy, sure. I guess. But Well, the website is stephencanyon.com where you can pick up a copy of the 100-Day Manifesting Kinetic Belief Guided Journal. And uh, you can also comment on the podcast and continue rewilding yourself to become undomesticated. All those negative source influencers and advancing your life toward perfected completion. Do it every day, manifesting your best life, imagining to do so, meditating to do so. And uh, it's what a privilege it is to be a kinetic believer. And if you would like the hard copy of the guided journal, that's going to be on the website. And then also we have a digital copy as well if you don't want to wait for the mail to arrive with the hard copy and it really is a work of art every single day has its own original artwork associated with the the teaching and then the the idea centered around that day it's a really cool cool product isn't it Oh, it absolutely is. Well, that's kind of it. That's sort of, a, that's a, the beginning of how the law of attraction Whew. works. So <laughs> you did good. Big, big topic. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll continue hey, to talk Hey, Steve, about what's it, the yes. meaning to life? <laughs> Three, two, one. Uh, maybe another day. Right. <laughs> this was fun. I love it. The law of attraction does work, and it works through kinetic belief. Um, thanks, as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. Uh, my pleasure. Bye.